0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, April 26, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. No, this has not become a music show. No, I have not turned into a DJ. I just wanted to start the show with a celebratory song from the great band Queen. We are the champions because, ladies and gentlemen, we are the champions today. We are the champions. Elon Musk, as you know by now, I'm not telling you any breaking news, uh, it has bought Twitter. He now owns Twitter. I believe it was about $45 billion, with a B and when I heard that he that, When I heard that Elon Musk Finally sealed the deal And bought Twitter I, I could not believe The joy I felt I, I felt just extreme joy That we finally won something and it was a big victory. It wasn't like one of these, you say, oh, small victory. It was a huge victory. It's a huge victory for mankind. It's a huge victory for this country. It's a huge victory for the world because it is the world wide net. And it's just – I don't think words can describe how I felt when I found out that uh, Elon Musk had bought Twitter. I mean just a couple of weeks ago, we had started talking about this and it was such a long shot. And we knew We said, oh, the man, the establishment wasn't going to let it happen. And they weren't going to. But then Elon had plan B. Has pl- and his plan B worked out. He went and got the the backing from a bank. He put up about half of it, uh, I believe, in cash on his own. And the rest uh, was backed by a bank. And the deal was basically as uh, as Michael Corleone said, too good to refuse. The deal was... Too good to refuse. And Twitter didn't refuse it. And Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter. And we can only hope that free speech is brought back to the platform. Maybe hey, that's the reason why he bought it. Let's face it. Um, the liberals, of course, we'll talk about them for most of the show. Their heads exploded. Heads were exploding throughout. Like, you ever see that movie Scanners where they start shaking and the veins in their head and everything explodes and their heads just explode? That's what happened to... To uh, liberals today, they was, they were scanned. The liberal Elon Musk scanned the liberals today, and their heads exploded. Almost all at once, as soon as the news came out that the deal was done and Elon Musk was the owner of Twitter, you had these liberals saying, I'm leaving, we're leaving, we can't, we can't take it here, we can't take free speech. No, we don't believe in free speech. If we're not going to have a forum that's going to guarantee democratic victory, guarantee that Joe Biden or Kamala Harris win the presidency in 2024, we are not going to stand this. So they all left. Or well, they said they were going to leave. And of course they won't leave. Most of them will just stick around forever. Uh, this is like people saying they're going to leave the country when someone's elected, and they never leave the country. All right? I'm going to leave the country if so-and-so is select- elected. I'm going to leave the country immediately. And, of course, they don't. They don't. It's all bluster. It's all ego trip. And with the liberals, it, it's, with the Democrats, it, it's just, it, it seems as though they're basically saying they're against free speech. We're, we don't believe, They're saying we don't believe in free speech. And they'll give you this this little tap tap dance where they'll say, well, we believe in the First Amendment, but it's not the First Amendment, because it's not the government and you can't go to jail and blah 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 blah, which of course we know is all bullshit. It's always been bullshit. Free speech, the First Amendment, it's the same thing. The founding fathers believed in free speech. That's what the First Amendment's all about. Freedom of the press, right? Free speech. And it doesn't really matter if a government owns it or a private individual owns it or if there's a board that owns it or who owns it. It's free speech. It's a public forum. It's the, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say we want to be the public square. We want to be the public square of the 21st century and then say, well, but the First Amendment and free speech doesn't matter here. You don't get that. You don't get that. You see, this, this podcast that I do. I have guests on, and hopefully one day when I can figure out how to do it, we'll do live and we'll take calls and but it see it's it's it I have the control here. I have the control who I put on if they come on, I don't like them I can get rid of them. This goes with guests it goes with uh callers um this is not this is not what you consider a democracy. this is not the 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 public forum. This is Mike Chopolily speaking this is Mike Chopley speaking now, if someone had bought Twitter, if the owner of Twitter. Well, the owners of Twitter, the people who ran it, wanted to have a forum where they just post their own shit 24-7. That's fine. But they wanted it, but no one would go on, right? No one would go on that. So, But they wanted to make it a public square, public forum, supposedly. Now, when I say this show is about the free and open exchange of ideas and opinions, as the great Bob Grant, my mentor, said, I mean it. But I still control it, right? This is why I never really call radio stations, having worked in one, because the person on the radio controls things. They can yell at me. They can bleep me. They can play music under me. They can knock me off. They have that control. It's all their control. So it's not a democracy. That's not a democracy. If you say something they don't like, they will get rid of you and make fun of you and maybe never let you back on again. It's up to them. But Twitter is a, is a certain is, is a different animal. It is a public forum It is a public forum. Where anyone can go on, create an account, and start talking it 's almost like you just anyone can go out in the street and start talking. Anyone can you know, go to a uh, a, a meet and start talking it 's a public forum it 's a public square so it, free speech is, is, is incredibly important, especially when you have a public square that is as powerful as Twitter, as powerful as Twitter, meaning you can make kings if you eliminate certain opinions and people and just allow another opinion on and certain people with certain opinions on, that becomes the narrative and it becomes an incredibly powerful narrative which millions of people hear and then those millions of people don't hear the other side. So when you have that kind of power, when you have that kind of power it's very important that you have free speech throughout. Total free speech except speech that's not legal, such as violence, such as inciting violence, such as violent threats directed directly at people. No, of course that stuff should never be allowed. It was never allowed, it will never be allowed. But that's what that's what Elon Musk has said. It should come down to what the law what, about law, law all free speech that the law and the Constitution allows for should be allowed. And he's right. Now, he's going to have to do some certain things, right? Like change algorithms, right? Because the algorithms are all set up. You know, It's mostly robots that were programmed by people, but it's, it's algorithms which catch certain words. And if you say COVID, if you say vaccine's bad, you know, certain words together, it, it, it suspends you or deletes you. Or it, it shadow ban you. I have been shadow banned. I'm constantly shadow banned. There's certain reasons. I'm not shadow banned because I have 20 million followers. I don't have about 7,000. But I'm shadow banned because I'm very active and I, and I retweet my stuff a lot. So they will shadow ban you. You see? It's, but it's all – it's not like there's a person sitting there saying, oh, Micah Chappell. It's an algorithm. It's a certain algorithm that's set up to shadow ban certain words, certain tweets, the amount of tweets you send, how many followers you have. It's all in an algorithm. So that needs to all go. They need to get rid of all that. So it's going to take some time. It's going to, you know, People came back on Twitter today that haven't been on for years. Like, it, I mean, you can still be banned. The, the same algorithm. Elon Musk didn't change the algorithms in 24 hours. He has to get in there. He has to get a whole new staff of people to change the algorithms. So all this stuff can go away. And it just maybe catches the, the real violent stuff. Or even better, you know what? Pay human beings to look at that stuff. And there has to be a whole – look, the system has to be very different. It has to be very different. There has to be a – in order to like ban someone or even to delete a tweet, it has to go through some kind of a system of people, checks and balances before that can ever happen. It can't just be an – it can't be something that's just set up by people into a computer to capture certain words or phrases or certain people, okay? So there's a lot that still needs to be changed. And I'm sure he understands that. and He's going to have to have a whole new staff and so on and so forth. But this is a, a, just a great day. It's just a – I don't want to – it's a great week. It's a great month. It's a great uh, – this is fantastic. This is the best thing that's happened since uh, February of 2020, since before COVID, of course. you know. So uh, I think that we need to understand something. Anyone protesting this is protesting free speech. They can talk all they want. They can talk out of their asses as much as they want. They're protesting free speech. They don't want free speech. They're afraid of free speech. They're afraid of the other side saying things that offend them. They're afraid of the other side, in quote saying things they don't agree with. They're afraid of the other side saying things that people will see and may or may not believe, take to heart or not. They only want their side. They only want their side of the story. So you saw people right away... All these liberals coming, going on saying, I'm leaving, I'm leaving Facebook. I'm, and of course people are making fun of them saying, if Elon Musk buys Twitter, I'll move to Canada, I'll move to New Zealand, I'll move to China. All that nonsense. But these people, first of all, there are some of them who uh, are uh, not as important as they think they are. Like Howard Dean, who must think this is, uh, you know, 20 years ago. and People actually cared who he was. Saying, well, I guess I'll have to leave now. It was nice knowing you. Some, you know, crocodile-tier bullshit. But – With all these Democrats and and liberals like Howard Dean crying their crocodile tears and saying they're going to leave and they can't take it anymore and they can't take free speech, all I have is one thing to say to Howard. All I have is one thing to say to Howard and all the other Democrats and liberals who now will leave Twitter because Elon Musk is the owner. That's what I have to say. The good old Howard Dean scream, remember that? Howard, come on, give me a break. First of all, no one cares about you anymore. No one cares. You could say what you want. Does it, has, has anyone stopped Howard Dean from saying what he wants on Twitter? Does anyone care? No one cares. But it was one after the other. It wasn't just Dean. I don't we just want to pick on old Howard Dean, who was... Chastised wait I mean see, there's howard dean this is this is hypocrisy. this is more hypocrisy. you know a the theme on this show is the hypocrisy of the left and the hypocrisy of the left, especially over the last two plus years and this is Howard Dean now this is a guy who I just played that scream, the Howard Dean scream. you all know it from from eighteen years ago from two thousand and four, and when he was running for president in the democratic primary um and he simply got enthusiastic, right? He got enthusiastic. I could play the whole thing, but you, you remember, I'm not going to play the whole thing. We're going to go to here. We're going to go to this state, that state, the other state. And yeah, OK. And all they played was – and by the way, these weren't Repu- – by the way, these weren't Republicans who went after Howard Dean who destroyed him for a scream. It was Democrats because this was a Democrat primary. So it was the Democrats and I believe – I remember CNN played a big role in it because Howard Dean at the time was like the Bernie Sanders of 2004, right? I was a deniac. Look at, look at the arc of my – look at the arc of the life of Mike Kachoply. I was a deniac. I ran for office as a deniac in 2006, just two years after that scream. Then I became a Bernie Berniecrat. And now I don't know what I am, but you know the arc I've taken. I was a deniac. So this guy was the Bernie Sanders of, of that time of that primary. And he was seen as out of the establishment. So the establishment Democrats did to him what they did to Bernie Sanders twice. And they used that scream to make it look like he was crazy, when it was just simple enthusiasm. So here's Howard Dean, who was actually a victim of the Democratic establishment, a victim of the slimy Democratic politics of the Democratic Party who was just basically expressing his free speech by yelling in enthusiastic manner, saying, the primary's not over, there's a long way to go, and I'm enthusiastic, yes! And they destroyed him for that. Not Republicans, Democrats, because they didn't want who, someone they considered the time. Now, right now, Howard Dean is a total establishment tool, as is Bernie Sanders. They all become establishment tools after the establishment sticks their boot in their face, which I find terribly grotesque. What a human flaw for both of these men. What a character flaw. But at the time, he was seen as anti-establishment. Whether he was or was not, we can argue on a different show. But he was seen as anti-establishment and they went after him for that stupid thing and they played that. Those of you who are too young to remember, my demographic is a good 25 to 59 demographic. Some of you are too young. Some of you are just at the right age. Um, but they played that like in ads over and over. Just the part. Ah, so, you had to, to those of you who don't remember, there was like a, maybe a 30 second ad. And it was something like, you know, can we trust Howard Dean? Rah, rah, it made him look like he was a fucking lunatic. So, but once again, the Democrats put those ads together, not, not Republicans. So, Howard Dean is a victim of this. He's a victim of Democratic establishment. He's a victim of the people who, who used his, the, 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 his free speech that he was expressing to make him look like he's crazy. But look, people sell out. Howard Dean sold out pretty quickly after that. Bernie Sanders is now a sellout. So this is typical of the left. This is very typical of the left. They eat their own. Um, The Republicans, on the other hand, let the election – let the election of 2016, even though establishment Republicans hate Donald Trump, they continue to hate Donald Trump, they let that primary play out. Unlike the Democrats who didn't let that primary play out and, uh, and fixed it for Hillary just like they fixed it for Biden. So there's the there's we're seeing differences in the 21st century between the two parties stark stark differences we have to put some more gold gold stars next to the Republican party whether you like the politics in general or not whether you're a conservative or or or, or moderate or a, or a liberal The gold stars in the 21st century so far go next to the Republican Party, not the the Democratic Party because we're seeing these things over and over again in the way the Democrats react. And right now the Democrats are reacting to a guy who's simply buying Twitter. Remember, he bought Twitter for the sole purpose. He didn't have to buy Twitter. It's it's probably more of a pain in the ass for him. Now he's got to hire people. He's got to change his algorithms. He's probably got to spend time at the office in San Francisco. Who the hell wants to do that? Who wants to do that? On Market Street the homeless, people crapping in the streets, pissing on the sidewalk? They, look, Elon Musk didn't need Twitter. Plus, he didn't even have the capital. He had to go to the banks. He put up half his own money. This is not something he needed to do or probably wanted to do. And it's probably something he would not have done had this been Twitter circa 2019 or 2018. But this is Twitter circa 2022. And the left, the hypocrisy of the left is just astounding. Two more points on that, at least. Tonight on the show. You know, the people on the left, especially, are always talking about billionaires. We shouldn't have billionaires. There should never be any billionaires. Billionaires shouldn't exist. All right, you can agree or disagree with that. But one thing they always say is all right, if you got billions, at least do good with them. At least do some good, right? And now here comes a guy who's spending 45 billion, right? On something he doesn't really want to do, simply to bring back free speech. But to the left, that's not a good thing. It's not free speech is not a good thing. Reviving free speech, defending the First Amendment, that's not that's not worth the money. Not worth the money. Not at all. They say stupid crap like it could cure world hunger. So could Bill Gates. Guys, so could uh, Jeff Bezos, right? These are the little people on the left you supposedly like. You love Bezos. You love Washington Post. Oh, yeah, one man should not own uh, a big co- corporation except Jeff Bezos, who owned the Washington Post, the schmuck who, v- who own the news. They're all one. They're all owned by one billionaire. What are you talking about? But you see, when it's their billionaire, when it's their narrative that's pushed by that outlet, then that's fine. More hypocrisy, more utter hypocrisy. Total hypocrisy from the left. And here's the guy, Elon Musk, who before today, before this whole Twitter thing, they loved him because they all they, they want to shove electric cars up our asses. They loved Elon Musk. He was the electric car guy. By the way, a lot of these people on the left, these phony, fake, phony, fraudulent, hypocrite, Democrat liberals, they own Teslas. And if they go on Twitter saying they're not going to come, they're saying they're not going to partake in Twitter anymore, they own a Tesla. So it shows how, look, as I've said many times on this show, their tra- their hypocrisy is incredibly transparent. It's incredibly transparent, and they don't seem to care. They don't seem to care. Now, yes, half the country is too stupid to see it because they're in a cult, and when you're a cult, you can't see how bad the cult leaders are. But the other half of us can see it because it's so obvious And I have to give the country credit. It looks like more than half, right, because Biden's approval is what, 33? So actually the overwhelming majority is now starting. The blinders are coming off. The blinders are starting to come off little by little, day by day, week by week, month by month. The blinders are coming off, people. And they're seeing the the incredible hypocrisy, the disgusting hypocrisy of the left. They just loved Musk. I couldn't tell you how many people – everyone I knew on the left, all the progressives liked Musk. They hated billionaires. The one guy they thought was OK was Musk because of the electric car thing. And they liked this pretty eccentric guy. They thought he was funny. It, it, the one billionaire didn't bother them. In fact, a lot of them liked him because of the, of the electric car deal. Now all of a sudden, oh, he's this evil guy who wants to uh, do something. He wants to impose his will on everybody. He's going to have one account like everyone else. Like Jack Dorsey had an account. The fact of the matter is, anyone can go on Twitter. Anyone can go on Twitter. Elon Musk is not preventing left-wingers from going... The fact the guy's not even a Republican, the guy's not even a conservative, he's like an independent. He's not telling any side they can't come on. He's not telling any person they can't come on now that he owns Twitter. In fact, he said he's not censoring people. So what is the problem with people on the left? The problem is they don't want the people with the other side having an opinion. They don't want the other side being able to put their opinion on a platform that millions of people see because it might make the elections fair. It might make the elections fair. And they don't want fair elections because when you get fair elections, you get an election that, that mimics the polls for once. You get an election that reflects the approval rating. They don't want that. They don't want that. They want Biden to have a 30% approval and, and, and win the election. Because they'll have MSNBC and CNN and ABC and NBC and CBS and PBS and public radio and Twitter and Facebook on their side. That's the point. Forget Russian propaganda. They want Democratic Party propaganda. They want Democratic Party propaganda to rule social media. There is no way Elon Musk buying Twitter negatively affects anybody unless you only care about your own narrative and you don't care about free speech. Then it affects you tremendously. Tremendously. You have idiots like Ron Klein who should have left politics before he even entered politics. Saying, Well, Macron's approval was thirty six, whatever it was, and he won. Hmm, first of all, that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard anyone say. He shouldn't be banned from Twitter for something like that. He'd be banned from from existing on a human plane, existing, <laughs> existing with, with the rest of us humans for saying such a stupid, friggin thing. So what you're saying is it's okay to be mediocre or worse. It's okay to be shit because maybe you'll win anyway. And also what he's saying is simply this. Who cares about Biden's low approval? We control the narrative. We control the media. So when time comes, we'll just ramp that up and he'll win again regardless. We'll fix the election again any way we can. And his, his approval won't matter. He's basically being transparent, saying the approval doesn't matter because we'll just fix it the way we want to make sure he wins. But instead of saying we got to get that approval up, it's not acceptable, it's almost like saying, oh, our team's in last place, but they, extended, they expanded the playoffs, so now we make the playoffs so we can win. So who cares that we're in last place? Instead of saying we need to be better, being in last place sucks. We want to be in first place. You don't hear Ron Klain saying that. No, you don't. Aside from the fact that the guy's a total moron because the elections are totally different. It's a totally different system there than here. It it doesn't even compute. There's no way you can compare the two systems of elections in France to the United States. I mean for for a guy who's been in politics so long to say something so vapid, so utterly ignorant, ignorant is frightening. and, And he's probably the one running the country. It's not Biden. It's him. That's why Biden can't make his own decisions. That's why Biden in one minute says, well, people should wear masks if they want. It's up to them. And the next minute says, I, my, I, haven't, I haven't talked to my justice department. I haven't talked to my CDC yet because Ron Klain probably told him, no, we're going to – no, Joe, shut up. We're going to – we have to appeal that because he can't make his own decisions, Biden, because he doesn't know where he is. So it's, it's amazing. But people like Ron Klain can still go on Twitter and say as many stupid things as he wants. He can still go on Twitter and say as many dumb things as he wants. He's allowed to. Elon Musk isn't going to stop him from exposing how dumb he is, how ignorant he is, how, what a moron he is. He's going to let him go on and continue to be as much of a moron as he like. So I don't know what the problem these people have, except that they have a problem with free speech. They have a problem with freedom of speech. That's their biggest problem. And this whole idea, oh, we know the company's private, public. Oh, no, those other companies are public, Private it's nonsense. Company's public. Yeah, you own it. Joe Schmuck owns it. If the company's public, Joe Schmuck and Mike Schmuck have a real real say in things, right? Because when Twitter was public, we had a a real say in things. No, we didn't. We were banned. We had no say. I could have owned stocks in Twitter. I'm sure there are people who own stocks in Twitter who are still banned. What is that with public? It's still five or six people at the most who run it. In many cases, like Jeff Bezos, even though it was a public company, he ran it. (laughs) He runs his companies, whether they're public or private. It's nonsense. Between one and five people run all these companies, whether they're public or not. You have no say, I have no say. So this nonsense where, oh no, Elon Musk is is private, it's private. One guy shouldn't own the company because it's private is nonsense. There's no difference. There's zero difference. That's all That's all lefty-speak. Speaking of lefty-speak, two quick things I want to get in, and we'll talk more. This will set the stage for maybe later in the week. Um, But uh, we have these Democrats, like some woman running in Washington, who want a $30 minimum wage. A $30 minimum wage. Now, this is why the Democratic Party has gone off the rails. I've always been for a minimum wage. But once you start saying stupid ignorant things like $30, it shows you have no clue what a small business has to go through. Yeah, big corporations may be able to pay that, but small businesses won't be able to. Small businesses will never be able to pay that. And I tell you what, small businesses will go out of business, and big corporations will leave your state. How does that help your state's economy? How does it help the people looking for jobs in your state? How does that help people trying to make a living? See, this is why the Democrats have gone so crazy to the left. Why stop at 30? How about 500 an hour? How about 7,000 an hour? How about the minimum wage is 17 million a year? I mean, these people are crazy. And then they wonder why they're going to lose in November. Common sense! Common sense! Listen to Bill Maher. He's one of you. Common sense matters, and they've lost common sense. Then here in the Bay Area, we have a schmuck named Bevin Dufty, the Humpty Dufty, who is a part of the BART board. BART, Bay Area Rapid Transit, is the train that runs between the East Bay and San Francisco. And they're having an emergency meeting in three days. They're having an emergency meeting three years into COVID in three days to reinstate the mask mandate as mask mandates are being dropped everywhere else, including airlines. They want to bring it back, so you have to wear a mask, only on BART. So the only transportation system in California where you have to wear it is BART. So maybe the only transportation system in a month from now in the entire country where you have to wear a mask is BART. Now, what Bevin Humpty Dufty doesn't really understand or is – You haven't had to wear masks in public transportation in Florida for over a year. Are they all dead? Are all the people who have used mass transit in Florida over the past year deceased? You idiot. You moron. And then they wonder why we deride them. They wonder why they're going to be destroyed in a few months. This is what they're worried about. You got people doing crack on BART, doing fentanyl and dying, raping people, murdering people, stabbing people. And this guy wants to bring back mass in May of 2022. And they wonder why people hate them. They wonder why we despise them. There's one minute to go. We'll talk about that later in the week. They still not learn. Mass don't stop the spread. Vaccines don't stop the spread. You Neanderthal anti-science Trump derangement syndrome DeSantis derangement syndrome fools. You're going to get your asses killed. You're going to get your asses kicked. And you deserve it. But in the last few seconds I want to end this on a positive note. Despite... These morons existing, despite these ignorant fools having power, we had a huge success today. It was a huge success. I'm so energized. I'm so energized. We have more good news coming, but this was a great day. Let's all celebrate. Let's go kick back, get a glass of wine, red or white. I can't do red. It gives me a headache. and makes me fall asleep. And light up a cigar. I'm not a cigar person, but if you are, light one up. Because it was a great day as Elon Musk is now the owner of Twitter. This has been Unless Be Heard. I'm Mike Gachopoli. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you tomorrow.